Well, good morning. I'm your host, John Fowler. It's Monday, brand new week, the 14th day of November. Glad to have you tuned in to the Pulse WV Live and Network, the Beats to the Heart of God. Good morning, Grant Snow. Glad to have you tuned in. Olivia, good morning to you. Glad to have you tuned in as well. We were in uh, Lexington, Kentucky over the weekend and also in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, and the Maverick City, uh, along with uh, Kirk Franklin, were in uh, Louisville, and we were there Friday night with our son and daughter-in-law, and we've just uh, been doing a lot of traveling the past couple of three days. So glad to be back, and appreciate um, Rich and Olivia Anderson and John Sandy holding the fort down uh, in Gasaway this week. We really appreciate this past weekend. We really appreciate that. In West Virginia, I noticed when I was driving out of the house this morning. Uh, there was a frost on the grass. So that just tells you that uh, we are continuing to move towards winter, and I'm continuing to tell Christy we've got to get to Florida where it's warm. I hope it's warm. So anyway, let's get started. Let's pray over the week, and then we'll uh, get this podcast going today called The Impact. Father, we love you so much, and we thank you, God, for just a, a great weekend. And Father God, we just pray for this week. And Lord, we have a, an agenda this week, but we want you to to be in charge, whatever you want to do, God, with our lives. And we just thank you and we just praise you for it and we love you for it because it's in the name of Jesus. Today, we are making an impact in people's lives. Hopefully, you've been doing that for a long time, but let me give you the definition of what an impact is. It is to have a strong effect on someone. It is to have a strong effect on someone. Go back into your childhood. Go back in and see some of the people that affected your life in a positive way. Then go back into your childhood and see uh, about the people that affected your life in a negative way, led you down the wrong way. Well, here's the question. Are you doing the same thing with people that, that you influence? And let me give you what that definition means. Here's what the definition of influence means, because impact and influence work together. The capacity to have an effect on the character development or behavior of someone. Now think of that. This is what influence means. The capacity to have an effect on the character development and behavior of someone. Do you know that as a Christian, even as a non-Christian, you have the power and the ability and the capacity to have an effect on the character development and behavior of someone. And and what an impact means is that you have a strong effect on people. So as being a Christian, you have that strong effect on people, but also you have the the ability to help in their character, their development, and their behavior. And that's what being a Christian is all about, is being able to make an influence. I like to leave a room better when I left it than what I did when I got there. And when you think about impact, now listen to this, and I encourage you to write this down. Here's what the Lord gave me. Impact leaves a mark. Think about that. Impact leaves a mark. When a meteorite hits the earth and it's big enough, ooh, there you go, it's big enough, it will leave a mark. If it's big enough, you can leave a mark in this world. And that mark is Jesus Christ. 
being able to share him, you hiding behind the cross, but Jesus getting all the glory. That's what it's all about. And you can leave a mark, an impact. Listen to this. An impact leaves a mark. And the bigger the impact, and the bigger bigger the, the, uh, the impact, the bigger the evidence. Man, that is so cool. Thank you, Lord, for that revelation. Okay, now let me ask you this. Do you start off, and, and here's, what I, here's what I wrote down. Did you start off being conservative? Maybe in, in Christianity, maybe in, in um, politics. And then someone influenced you and caused you to become liberal. Now, if you go to foreign countries, like if you go to Colombia, South America, I've done five trips there, plan on going uh, in 2023. But let me tell you this, being a liberal in Colombia means to be conservative. Did some, Did you once, now you got to understand this, that there are some Christians that believe in abortion. And I use that word very loosely, Christian, that believe in abortion. Or there are people that will influence you to believe that that's the right thing to do. Believe that homosexuality is right. I I know people that started off saying, no, homosexuality is an abomination against God, which, look, let me tell you something. I told Christy, my wife, this the other day, and we just came out of an election, and they're still working on votes. Your opinion doesn't matter on what you think about homosexuality. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is what the Word of God says. And what Jesus, what God said, is that homosexuality is an abomination against Him. So it doesn't matter what you think. You don't have to judge it. Homosexuality's already been judged. See, a lot of these things have already been judged. And you don't even have to fool with them. Jesus said this. Now listen to this. Jesus says, I come not to judge the world, but to save it. Even Jesus doesn't, uh, doesn't want to be the judge. He came to save the world. And that's what you and I need to be doing is saving the world, getting people into the kingdom of God, influencing them in a positive way, not only influencing them, but impacting them, leaving a mark in their lives. Man, that is so good. So did you start off conservative and then somebody said something to you and, and made you become liberal? Maybe maybe they, they, they showed a victim card and said, well, you know, we need to really love and embrace and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. Yes, we need to love. We need to encourage. But let me tell you something. We cannot compromise the gospel. We cannot compromise the gospel of Jesus Christ even if it costs you something. But we're the church. We're the most powerful identity there is. People should be be listening to us. We're the biggest influence in the world is the church. But the church needs to live right. So the question is, did you start off conservative and then you turn liberal? Did you think, well, yeah, I need to change this? Let me give you an example. I know somebody that went to church for years on the straight and narrow path and got some education behind them and it influenced them in the wrong way. And I mean, it's just devastating. 
But see, what you have to do is you have to say, you know, and, and I will tell you this, that college today, and I have a couple of degrees behind my name anyway, but let me tell you this, college will influence you. I have a, an MBA, a Master's of Business Administration, and one thing that they taught us was that you have the power. You have the power to make business grow. You have the power to do this. You have the power to do that. It's all inside of you. No, that's wrong. You have the power inside of you, but it's God doing it through you. It's not you doing it. When you start getting to the place in your life to where you think it's you, you think that you're the success, lest you fall, my friend, lest you fall, my friend, and I don't want you to have to do that. Let me, let me ask you something. Are you making an impact or, uh, on the world, or is the world making an impact on you? Is the world influencing you? Are you influencing the world? Let me give you a couple of scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 33. I love this one. Here's what it says. Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupt good manners. Isn't that amazing? He tells us, be not deceived, because evil communication corrupts good manners. Manners. It will corrupt people. Evil communication, uh, jesting, people, um, uh, you know, telling dirty jokes, uh, you know, leading you to the wrong websites, uh, doing things. See, that's influence. And you have to be so careful because you can influence somebody and get them hooked on something uh, like drugs, alcohol, porn, whatever it might be. And then they will struggle with that the rest of their life because of you. Think of that. You could be the influence, good or bad. You have good influence and bad influence. And it just takes one second, one decision to ruin that in somebody's lives, in somebody's life. You got to be real careful, especially in your children. You know, if you have children, man, you got to live right. You got to live right in front of them. And uh, yeah, sometimes you can blow it, but you don't have to. Listen to what um, Proverbs 27 and 17 says, Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. You have influence on people's lives, whether you know it or not. You have the ability to, to lead people astray or to lead them to the cross. I want to encourage you to do that. Now, look at... Look at what uh, in 1 Peter chapter 3, 16 says, Having a good conscience, that where as they speak evil of you, as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. So what's going to happen is there is a good conversation that you can have with people. And there are people that are going to speak evil of you and evildoers. But it tells us the word of God says that the, but the, your good speech, your good conversation is going to make them ashamed of falsely accusing you of your good conversation. Isn't that amazing? That You know, the 23rd Psalm, he prepareth a table in... Uh, in the uh, amidst of your enemies, let me let me give us this. The twenty third, 
I just want to make an impact on this, make sure it's right. It just came to me. So, let's see. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That means all your needs are met. Making me, let's see, restore my soul, walketh shadow of death. Let's see here. Let me just go ahead and read the whole thing. This is good. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Think of that. Shall not want. Let me ask you, why are you in need? Your needs should be met. You're the church. You're the church. You should be the one meeting needs, not needing your needs, not having your needs met. You should be meeting other people's needs, not being the one that needs your needs met. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. That's peace. That's peace right there. Green pastures means prosperity. He restored, and let me tell you, prosperity, yes, I believe in prosperity. I believe in prosperity all the way through it because I'm the church. John 10.10, you're the church. John 10.10 tells us that the devil wants to lie, kill, and to destroy us, but Jesus comes that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Let me tell you something. God doesn't want you poor. Let Let me give you an example. What did Jesus tell the rich young ruler? Let me uh, hold on to that thought because I'm I'm going to read that too. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake, not mine, but his. Yea, though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thou rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. That goes back to, I shall not want. My cup runneth over. My enemies are going to see me prosper. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Look behind you. Look behind you right now. I've got this big aquarium tank behind me. Hard to get through the door. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. It's behind me. It's right there. Let me give you a scripture here. Uh, I'm going to look this one up. See, what you do is you, you, you say something, and then you think, oh, man, where is that at? <laughs> so uh, let's see here. The rich young ruler. Matthew, Matthew 19, 16. Let's, let's see here. Matthew 19 and 16. In 1814, we took a little trip. Now listen to this. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good things shall I do that I should have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest me good? There is none good but one, that is, God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He said unto him, which Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And the young man said unto him, All these things I have kept from my youth, up what like I yet. (coughs) And Jesus said unto him, He said, 
if thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasures in heaven, and come as you follow me. He lacked one thing. He needed to go sell everything that he had. Listen to this. If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor. If Jesus was poor, then he would have said, give it to me. He said, give it to the poor. Jesus wasn't poor. (coughs) You're not supposed to be poor. Make an impact in people's lives today. Start businesses. Start churches. Do what God wants you to do. Great things are ahead for you, I'm telling you. There is an impact that you can make on people's lives. And the bigger the impact, the bigger the mark that you leave. If you're not where you need to be with Jesus today, I encourage you to accept him. Let him change your world. Ask him to come into your heart and forgive you you of your sins. You do that, I tell you, great things are ahead for you. I'm not preaching a get-rich scheme. I am just telling you that by you giving, you will be blessed. That is the only way that you will be blessed. Well, I'm a good person. Doesn't matter. You've got to make an impact in the, in, the, in the financial world today of the church. But not only that, make an impact in the world today and change it. Change this world one person at a time. And great things are ahead for you. If you prayed that prayer today and you accepted Jesus into your life, I encourage you to text us and let us know. We love to to hear the stories that you share. And then if you want to give to this ministry, text the word PULSE to 1304-244-3187. Or you could go to thepulsechurch.com and give through PayPal or mail your love gift to P.O. Box 141, Gassaway, West Virginia, 26624. I pray you have a great day, and we'll see you again tomorrow for the next edition of the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God.